And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello once again, everyone. Thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial, and welcome around the world, and of course, in Rochester, New York. All our listeners up there who listen to us through the courtesy of WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. Thank you so much for joining us for another hour of music and all kinds of other things, especially those other things. Those can be a lot of fun. Like, for example, this first song given to us by a couple of dudes with a very interesting story. They call themselves Land of Color. This is called Morning Song. Thank you. 
And there you go. They call themselves Land of Color. Two songwriters, one from South Africa and one from Colorado. They met in the mountains of Montana. There's a story in itself. No, they're based out of Franklin, Tennessee, and their different cultural musical backgrounds resulted in a, a unique sound that's a blend of African rhythms, singable melodies, tight harmonies that uh, in, in some instances remind me just a little bit of Peter and Gordon from the 60s. They, I don't know, just something that I, I hear there. They've got a new album out this month which is, uh, this is their second single that you just heard, Morning Song, that was just released October 26th, and uh, Many Lands was released earlier this morning, or rather this month, not this morning. Their song is Morning Song, <laughs> and they're called Land of Color. What sayest thou, John Bon Jovial? Well, you mentioned the harmonies. Harmonies were very tight and very nice on that song. Uh, I like that a lot. I hope we can get them on the show to uh, interview them. I'd very much like to talk to them. Are they in South Africa, or are they in Colorado or Montana? Actually, they're in Frank Franklin, Tennessee is their base now. Aha. Uh -huh. Because I was going to say they could, uh, <laughs> they, they, they could take after the old Frank Zappa song, Moving to Montana Soon. There you go. It's, uh, I think it's really, it's really kind of funny. You know, you've got uh, you've got one from South Africa, one from Colorado, and they meet in the mountains of Montana. How, how unlikely is that? Uh, that's a weird pairing, but apparently it worked because that's a nice song. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. I uh, I, I do too. It's a nice sound. Their album's a nice sound, and if you like that, folks, check out the album and uh, look them up online. Land of Color here on the David Bowers Award, the show where every show is an award show, which makes each of our guests award winners, and uh, that makes you eligible to help us pick our award winners. And also we want to salute Titty Bingo, our original award winner, the band from Texas that gave us our theme song. We call them our house bands because they provide our theme music, be sure, and check out Rock and Roll, their single homework off the rock and roll album and uh, that's out and downloadable now you can check them out online at tittybingo.com and uh, be sure to check out the wild and crazy website they have at tittybingo.com some great stuff there remember it's always time to play titty bingo right now it's time for our first the david bowers award of the week and uh, i think I think that uh, we'll uh, turn that over to you, John Bon Jovial. Well, thank you, the David Bowers. Our award this week is actually kind of a sad award. One of my musical heroes, uh, Tony Joe White, passed away a few days ago. He was 75 years old, and uh, he wrote songs for many, many people, including one Brooke Benton who had a smash hit with A Rainy, uh, Rainy Night in Georgia. And, of course, many of you may remember his 1967 hit, Poke Salad Annie. Uh, Tony Joe White, dead at the age of 75. It's kind of hard to say that you're giving a dead guy an award, but he really was one of my uh, musical heroes, and, and I, will, uh, I will miss him because I was always a huge fan. Uh, so uh, rest in peace, Mr. White. We will miss you very, very much, David. You're absolutely right. A, a tremendous talent. Wrote a lot of great stuff uh, 
a list too long to go into here, but you, you can check him out online. Wikipedia has a, uh, has a pretty nice summary of his life and story. And uh, you're right. He, he will go, uh, he will be missed. Tony Joe White dead at uh, 75. This is David Martinez. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I know I'm listening to the David Bowers Awards on Block Talk Radio. And that's really all that matters, <laughs> David Martinez. Thank you so much for stopping by, David. Uh, he's got some great music out, too. He's on a uh, very successful tour right now. And uh, among other things, he uh, always stops in in the spring to be our man on the scene in Austin, Texas, for South by Southwest. And uh, we're going to be looking to get him in here again because I think he's going to have some new music coming out in the uh, I think after the first of the year, I'm not really sure about that. But yeah, we, we, we love us our David Martinez. He's a really talented musician. Absolutely, very and good. I'll tell you very what, good. with a with with a voice like he used on that announcement there, he could uh, he should be on the show. He should be hosting the show. I mean, <laughs> great voice there. What, what are we going to do, Martinez? For, uh, oh, I guess there's the unemployment nothing. line. I mean. <laughs> The old disc jockey's home, I guess. Yeah, I don't no know, kidding. But uh, want to take a second to shout out to our friends, including Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards, which means that uh, she makes sure that WRFZ FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio FM in Rochester uh, gets to carry the david bowers awards on there and we thank her so very much we got a lot of good stuff coming up this week so we want to get right to it and we are going to do just that right now and uh, our first guest is a uh, well she's a lady with a, a, an interesting sound and uh, I, she's faced some personal challenges which uh, kind of uh, kind of influences her music some heart some heartaches and uh, she's found solace in her music reviewers have described her as uh, well she's an award-winning singer-songwriter of course and they've described her as heart-driven soul-filling folk americana and she has a rich alto voice and uh, some strong songwriting skills that have led her to win many of those awards I mentioned. She won a Jam Award, which is the Jersey Acoustic Music Awards for Top Female Songwriter of the Year. She got a Jam nomination for Album of the Year. She was the winner of the New Jersey Folk Festival Songwriter Competition and two-time designate as a CT or Connecticut Folk Festival finalist. Her third CD, Mud and Stone, uh, was well received by DJs worldwide. It debuted at number 10 on the folk DJ charts and uh, it's consistently been in the number one uh, slot on the Roots Music Report for New Jersey, number five on the top 50 folk albums and uh, topped many other lists too. Five years later, that original album of hers is still going strong in the Northeast, recently receiving four nominations for the Just Plain Folk Awards, with awards being announced late fall a year ago. Uh, this effort that you're going to hear from right now uh, is from Mud and Stone. It's a first-class, top-tier, true contender as an artist to reckon with. Uh, so says John Apice of No Depression. Uh, and uh, can't 
can't really argue with her. We'll be talking to her in just a few minutes. And I want to mention also that her music has gotten a five-star rating on Amazon and CD Baby. We'll be talking to Loretta Hagen right after we listen to Where Are the Rainbows? the rainbows to get another great tune from her coming up momentarily right now we'd like to bring her on and uh, have a chat with her come on in and say hello loretta hi loretta, are you with us hi how I'm are you, you. Yeah, good how and, are you doing uh, 
So glad to have you here today. Wonderful yeah. of you to stop by. Thank you so much. We just listened yeah, to Where you. Are the Rainbows, and uh, what a beautiful song that is. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's great to be on. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. I was reading before we uh, before we went to your song, I went through uh, uh, some of your background, which is... Uh, which is pretty impressive uh, with your your reviews that you've gotten and uh, and the awards. I mean, you're you're pretty strong back there in New in the in the uh, lower New England, New Jersey, Connecticut areas. Yeah, we've been we've been out there for a while now, and yeah, you know, we've been having having good time. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like much. it. I'm sure that a lot of people enjoy your music too. Uh, of course, uh, I'm an I'm an ex neighbor of yours from upstate New York, so I'm oh. familiar with that part of the world back there. And uh, oh, okay. we'd, love, we'd love to see you uh, branch out and maybe uh, maybe travel around the country a little bit, like uh, specifically uh, Florida, where my co-host John Bon Jovial is, and uh, maybe mm-hmm. out here in the desert sometime. Any plans yep. on uh, doing some traveling? We would love to. Um, it's, it's a possibility. <laughs> we um, we do get out there once in a while. We do. We don't travel too far out of out of our area often, but we we will. We we like to to plan something now and then. We do have um, little anchors here at home, but uh, we would love to come out. Well, keep us up on where you are and where you're going, and uh, we'll definitely uh, spread the word to our listeners. And if you make it to either of our areas, definitely like to get out and uh, and meet you. Tell us a little okay. bit about your background, where where you came from, as far as your music, and 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 what's your what's your inspiration for your songs? Well, um, well, I started when I was a teenager. I started writing. Um, my influences uh, probably oh, there's so many to name, but I guess like lots of female singer songwriters of my generation, I was a big fan of Joni Mitchell and um, Joan Baez, James Taylor. Um, Carla Bonoff was a very big influence for me too. Um, uh, so many, so many. Um, my inspiration for my songs is just life. Honestly, it's just the the life, my life, the people around me, um, the world, <laughs> the world we live in. Um, that can you know, be whatever. a source of. Uh, <laughs> that can be a big source of uh, of uh, inspiration oh, there. Absolutely. Although, although your music, your music seems to have a uh, a far more uh, soothing sound to it than. Uh, and some of the stuff that's been going on in the world around us lately, I know. Uh, I was uh, I was reading in your bio uh, that you've uh, you've had some personal challenges of your own, and that uh, you know your music has kind of helped you find solace in that. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reviewers have seen that; they've heard that describing you know the fact that. Uh, well, one wrote that uh, you're heart-driven, soul-filling folk Americana, and I kind of think mm-hmm. that. That pretty much sums it up. It's a, it's a really nice listening sound. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there. Uh, I know you're just waiting to get in here and and ask a question <laughs> or something. You've got something on your mind. I can tell. You, you, you mean chomping <laughs> at the proverbial bit here? 
Uh, that too, yes. <laughs> well, uh, Loretta, I just want to kind of add on to uh, some of the observations that David just had, um, you know, and re- the, the, the style of music in relation to all the things that go on in the world. And to me, your music has a very, um, I, I don't even know if this can be specified as such, but uh, an ethereal effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very, it is very soothing and 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 it's comforting, uh, but there's just a, there's a certain effect to it, and uh, I'm not sure uh, just exactly how old you are, and, and I you know it, I know it's always <laughs> impolite to ask a woman how old she is. At least that's, oh, that's it the, is very so. That's, we that, that, that's the old school that I come from, but uh, mm-hmm. um, I come know, from that same school. There. Yeah, uh, but, but if you're if you're like me, you may have wandered around in the '60s with a psychedelic gleam at all times in your eye, and and so uh, well, maybe not the '60s, maybe a little bit later than that, but, no, but still, you know, '60s. I think I was a little too young to um, to do a lot, but it's almost. But I got. Well, but you mentioned some names that reach back there. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. mentioned uh, uh, Joni Mitchell and Carla Bonoff as a mm-hmm. as a name that I have not heard of in a long time, and uh, oh, very very much uh, loved listening to her music uh, back in the day. And uh, I can hear yeah. the uh, the effect. You don't sound like them, but I can hear the influence, and uh, mm. that's really a nice thing. And and again, there's just that ethereal quality to the song that we just listened to. So. Uh, I like that. Uh, uh, you know, don't really have well, a question per se. So oh, you're welcome. I, I don't really have a question per se, but it was just an observation. Uh, as David will tell mm-hmm. you, I handle more of the technical end of things here at the show, and I'm always curious about production values. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big analog fan, and I'm an analog man living in a digital age. But uh, (laughs) there is an overall warmth to the song, and I can hear in the production that uh, perhaps you used older analog equipment or something that would emulate that effect. Well, we did try to go for a very, you know, just for the old-fashioned style and and sound of that recording. It was done digitally, though. We don't have um, analog. Actually, my, my husband actually recorded that he has a studio and um we we did all the recording there um excuse my voice everyone too i'm fighting a head cold here so that's why i'm trying oh, to don't get worry about that out here <laughs> um <laughs> but for that particular song especially we were trying to go for a certain sound you know we really wanted um to give that old style almost 20s kind of sound in there and um so Gary really did try to, um, you know, capture that, and um, I think he did a good job. <laughs> oh, he did. He did a wonderful job. It, it, it just it yeah. has a certain warmth to it that you just mm-hmm. don't hear in production anymore kind of because old. production is just too clean. And and I know that yeah. sounds like mm-hmm. a weird diss of of digital production, uh, but. It is, uh, there's just a certain warmth that you don't hear in uh, the more technologically advanced recordings of the day. The stuff is almost too clean. And, uh, well, yeah, everybody yeah. Is, into, uh, is into electronic effects. And oh, yeah. Yeah, and, the techno pop. Right. Too sure. sterile sometimes. 
Right, that's I it. Agree. That's it. Too sterile, and and yours isn't. Mm-hmm. And not to say that your music is <laughs> is German fested. <laughs> I would never go. <laughs> but it, German. <laughs> well, but it, it, it does have today. It, it would be. <laughs> but it does have. No, it does have that that old school. Is. Yeah, it's got that old school feel to it. And uh, I'm I'm happy for you that you're getting your cold out of the way before the real (laughs) winter weather sets in. It's good. I think that'll uh, that'll serve you well. Maybe you can get through the winter without uh, one of those nasty colds or flus or something uh, cutting you down. But there's a there's a there's a beyond beyond John's technical analysis. There, I was thinking there's a there's a wistfulness in your song that you don't Mm -hmm. hear in a lot of music today. I, I like that. It's uh, beyond comforting. It, it's, it's, it's really catchy, listenable, and it makes you want to hear more. And hopefully our listeners will, uh, will seek you out and find more of your music. Where can they find you online, Loretta? Well, you can find me at, at my website, LorettaHagen.com. Um, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Spotify. Of course, I'm on Facebook. Um, Reverb Nation. I'm out there. Um, you could find me on Twitter. There's lots of places. Just Google my name, and you'll see some. You'll see videos and whatnot. There you go. Yeah, and you can find my uh, CDs on CDBaby.com. We have a uh, a music conference coming up. It's called NERFA. It's the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance, and it's just a uh, weekend conference <coughs> that. It's attended by all artists and presenters and um, DJs and what have you, and it's in Connecticut. And, um, you know, we look forward to getting together with all the other artists in the community (coughs) and getting seen and heard. It's kind of like that's how we get seen and heard. We do showcases, and we, you know, hopefully we'll have someone book us after they've seen us. That's the goal. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, but that's coming up. It's, um, and we have a few shows in, you know, coming up soon, too. Um, we have a show on November 3rd in Pennsylvania, uh, the Acoustic Brew Concert Series. Um, but, you know, you could always just go to my website and check that out if, if anyone is interested and come to see us. It'd be great. We'd love to see you. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure there are people out there. I'm glad you went into uh, your appearances because that was going to be my next question. Uh, where, uh, you know, where you're traveling in the near future? I'm glad to see that. Uh, you know, nothing against the beautiful people of uh, Connecticut and New Jersey, but I'm glad to see you're uh, you're venturing beyond that. I know. I remember being an upstate New York guy. I remember. Back in the back in the old days, back before telephones, and no, it wasn't quite that old. But <laughs> I can remember they uh, back in the early days of the the uh, folk renaissance in the United States. Back, which would you know that would put it in the uh, in the sixties. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a place up in uh, up in Saratoga Springs, New York, uh, mm-hmm. called Cafe Lena, which yep. that was the place where if you, especially if you were a folk singer. If you wanted to make it, you had to play Cafe Lena. You you mm-hmm. weren't a successful folk singer until you played Cafe Lena, and they are still right. open, by the way. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, if you uh, if you ever get up that way, uh, you might want to yeah. try and uh, and uh, and stop and do a show there. That uh, I, I think if I was a folk singer and I was in that area, I would want to go there and record an album just for old times' sake. 
right. just to bring back the name. And I'm not, I'm not trying to pitch Cafe Lena. I have nothing to do with them. But uh, anyway, <laughs> listen, in the minute or so that we have left, and this mm-hmm. might be a short minute because, well, we just get going here. In the time we do have left, tell us about this final song we're going to play of yours called Lucky Star. Okay, Lucky Stars, um, that's the title um, of, the, of the newest CD. Um, Lucky Stars came out of, well, it starts saying um, when I was in the hospital, I did have surgery, and just it, it's just a thank you, just so, and not just the surgery. I, it, Lucky Stars, the, the CD itself, it was kind of born out of a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of sad times. I lost my mother, I lost my sister. In, in a very short time, very close to each other, and it just, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, um, the reason for the CD, I think, for me, was just a lot of healing, and um, sure. Lucky Stars is just a, a song that I wrote as a thank you to all the people who were there for me, and, um, you know, just to, uh, and I thank, I thank my Lucky Stars for them all. Well, we're very we're very glad that you were able to get through those challenges. Life does that to us. I know that uh, I had a, a few a, a few years back that uh, uh, unfortunately I don't write or sing, so I couldn't uh, I couldn't use that as a uh, credit. Well, you, you, you can't it, sing. That's for sure for you. And yes, I, I I cannot sing. That's why I play the music because I can't make it. But Loretta, thank you so much for coming and sharing your story, your time, of course, and your beautiful music with us. Ladies and gentlemen, Loretta Hagen, here's the title song from her newest CD, Lucky Stars. While lying in a house, Get well carded phone calls Had me feeling wonderful I felt love I am here and well today I sure do appreciate Skies above. We raise our kids and help our parents. We send out wishes and hope they've landed on a place where dreams were hit their Trial and error Somehow we make it And it makes us better We can thank those diamonds That lie in the dark Our lucky stars Hours fly to the day 
Loretta Hagan, Lucky Stars. What a lovely lady. So glad to have her on the show here on the David Bowers Awards. And don't forget to send us the name of your favorite indie artist because you're running out of time. Uh, the end of the month is the end of the entry period. Send us the name of your favorite indie artists right here to David at the David Bowers Awards. I'm sorry, the David That's David at the David We're giving you a chance to help us select nominees for the Independent Tone Awards in December. All you have to do to be a part of it is tell us your favorite indie artists. From the names you sent in, we will select those to be nominated by us for Independent Tone Awards, and they'll go in to the total nominations, and uh, they will be uh, figured out next month and awarded in December. We'll be bringing you the results right here on the David Bowers Awards. So get busy. Send us the name of your favorite indie artist, too. I'll try to get that right this time. David at thedavidbowers.com. Do it now. Our next guest is a gentleman who's been around for a few years and has put out some heavy-duty hits. He has written songs like Something Like That, which was a monster for Tim McGraw. He's a BMI award-winning songwriter, having sold over 20 million albums, 
songs on four greatest hits albums and albums of the year. And his songs have been recorded by artists like Earl Thomas Conley, Eddie Raven, Tanya Tucker, Montgomery Gentry, Tim McGraw, I mentioned, Juliana Huff, uh, oh, I don't know, Martina McBride, a whole bunch of people. And he's written some of country radio's favorite songs like something like that, which I mentioned, the barbecue song, and uh, and more. We could go on forever, and you'd never get to hear his music. So we'll talk to him in a moment. Right now, let's listen to a thing he calls Home for the Weekend. Here's Rick Farrell. Think I'm gonna go home for the weekend Do some fishing and see some old friends I can't believe how long it's been I'm going home for the weekend Mama's been blowing up my phone Said I better get my big butt home If I leave now, I'll be there by ten I'm going home for the weekend It's a resume up, throwing back kind of place A dot on the map, sitting on the riverbank A real good place to raise your sins I'm going home for the weekend It's an old school, a little that bridge going home for the weekend watch a little football with my old man load the 410 shoot some beer cans look up a girl I knew back when I'm going home for the weekend I might go down to Sally's bar I used to play there for the tip jar Well, they'd be up fighting three chords And I'm going home for the weekend It's a resume up, throwing back kind of place A dot on the map, sitting on the riverbank A real good place to raise your sins I'm going home for the weekend It's an old school, a little rundown A beer joint barbecue, hand me downtown I know I'm there when I cross that bridge Going home for the weekend Sunday preacher is a real close friend I'm going home for the weekend It's a resume up, throwing back kind of place A dot on the map, sitting on the riverbank A real good place to raise your sins I'm going home for the weekend It's an old school, a little rundown A beer joint barbecue, hand me downtown I know I'm there when I cross that bridge Going home for the weekend Yeah, the craziest place that I've ever been I'm going home for the weekend Ho! Going home 
right now, here is the man himself. Come on in here, Rick Farrell. Say hello. Hey, everybody. How you doing, John? Hey, we're doing great here, Rick. This is Dave, and uh, John is standing by. He'll be talking to you, too, and we're just happy gotcha. to have you here with us. Uh, great song. Love that home for the weekend, and uh, I, I know the listeners are going to love uh, No Easy Way, which we'll get to in just a couple of minutes, but want to touch upon your career because you've had a... Uh, You've had quite a career as a, as a writer as well as a performer, and since we've only got about uh, oh ten minutes or so to chat, I thought maybe we could fill it up. You could just run down the list of names of people you've written songs for, and that you know that should pretty much take up the whole ten minutes. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> I've been you know I, I've been blessed in in a lot of ways, you know, because I didn't you know I come to Nashville as an artist, a singer songwriter, and. And, uh, you know, I've always just kind of written songs for myself and been fortunate, you know, been fortunate, you know, when somebody picks one up and put and records it and, and then it ends up doing well. So, I mean, I guess in a lot of ways I've made the bulk of my living through, unexpectedly, through songwriting for other artists, you know. And you, so you're I guess gonna... you never know something on your path. <laughs> No, no, you never know what's going to happen. Life can throw you some wild, crazy curves. And I guess probably the best known right off the top of the songs you have written that other people have uh, have made hits of was uh, Tim McGraw's Something Like That. How did that come about? The Barbecue Stain song is everybody. Right, <laughs> right. That's well, the one. I, grew, I grew up in a small town in southern Ohio right on the river, right on the Ohio River. And uh, really, the only thing you had to look forward to, other than ball games and stuff, was the county fair every summer. So uh. it, was your, it was your typical, you know, demolition derby, and they would bring in a lot of country acts, would put on concerts there. And at the time, they would get pretty much the big, you know, they'd get the headliners back then. I mean, we would get, you know, Entertainer of the Year would come through. I mean, we'd... Travis Tritt, you know, in his heyday, and right, I sure. think even Garth might have come through. But so I mean, I, so and you had what they called uh, the River Days Queens, which was the big beauty pageant that they took okay. from every high school. So that was a big deal on the on the on the girl side of things. But uh, so I kind of catered that song around when I got my license, and I was sixteen, and got to drive out to the county fair for the first time by myself, and uh, you know. So the experience of that. So there's a lot of truth in the song, uh, you know, on my end of things. Sure. You know, that's, that's where a lot of the best music comes from, is, is from life experiences. Uh, as a matter of fact, they even allude to that in that TV commercial uh, uh, where, they're, where they're getting off the uh, bus and uh, uh, what's-his-face, the uh, football quarterback there for New York, he's saying, uh, yeah, if music is life experiences, and, and it is. A lot of it is very much that. Uh, t- now, listen. Peyton, the, the, Peyton and Brad. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's the uh, one. Now, you know, people are aware that once you make contacts and and you have a few songs that you write that are successful, uh, that you know, people come knocking on your door. They want to hear new music. It's easy for you to. Uh, it's easy for you to go out and pitch your songs. Maybe a little harder to get them sold, but the contacts are there and everything. What what is what is interesting to know is how did you break the ice? How did you get the first few songs out? and get people interested in them you know it's 
funny because, like I said, I was always focusing on getting a record deal and, you know, my manager, we were always put, you know, going to meet with record labels and doing showcases and stuff like that for me personally. But I, my first, I guess my first major cut was way back on Montgomery Gentry's first, first album, um, a, a song called If a Broken Heart Could Kill. Okay. And, and if just by chance that my co-writer was from the same town in Kentucky that, uh, John Michael Montgomery and, and Eddie were from. So he, he knew them because, you know, back when he was singing, you know, he knew them. So we had a contact there and I didn't even, I didn't know at the time who Eddie and Troy were. You know, they hadn't even, they had just signed a record deal. I had never heard of them. I don't even know that I was really, that I really even knew that John had a brother at that time, you know. Because <laughs> John was doing, he was doing so well. Um, so they had, you know, they had worked the song up in their bedroom and then sent us back down a little recording of it. And uh, kind of the rest is history. I went on and signed a signed a uh, a record deal and then signed a publishing deal. And when I signed that publishing deal, uh, we started having a lot of success. It wasn't just me, but uh, there was there was a couple other writers there, and our little company uh, just really took off. I mean, I think uh, in a year's time we had like six number ones or something, which was you know, really unheard of for an upstart company like for that. For a newcomer, sure, absolutely, and it, yeah. it does it does point out the importance of uh, of making connections, making contacts, meeting people, and uh, and favorably impressing the people you do meet because you never know where your next break is going to come from, and uh, that's that's a great example of it because you have to start somewhere, and uh, if you get somebody that says, hey. That's pretty good. I like what you did there. Let me let me give it a try. Uh, hey, you uh, you got yourself something going. Now you got in. You got a song featured in a Budweiser commercial too, didn't you? Well, it actually was the uh, the barbecue stand song was the one that uh, with uh-huh. Tim in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I, I knew there was a uh, I knew there was a beer commercial involved in there somewhere, but uh, yeah, that was a classic song. That's one that I think uh, I think that's going to be kicking around for for uh, a long time. John Bon Jovi, you're sitting there entirely too quiet. I know you must have you must have something on your mind. Well, I'm just enjoying the conversation. And uh, Rick, first of all, thank you so much for being with us today. It is great to have you on the show. Um, you know, the questions that I usually ask our guests uh, border more on the technical side, um, but also, uh, you know, the mindset. And so I, I guess my first question to you in the short time that we have here is, you know, what kind of thought process goes into your songs? What kind of routine do you have when you try to put together a song, whether it's for yourself or, or for a Travis Tritt? You know, I kind of have two different mindsets with that. I, uh, you know, as as you guys are aware of, you know, Nashville is a is a co-writing town. So you know that you make a lot of your connections and and your circle of friends through through getting together to songwrite with each other. And you and of course you always try to write with the best people that you can uh, to give your song the best shot. You know, and to get it hopefully get it recorded. But sometimes that's a different approach than I take if I'm sitting alone, you know, on my boat, where you feel like you're more channeling the song in from someplace else versus crafting a song more mechanically. Um, 
Do you find that the boat is more of a muse for you than it would be, if, say, if you were sitting around in your office or your studio? You know, I think, I, <laughs> I don't know if there's, I might have written every song you could possibly write about a boat by now. I don't know if there's any left. <laughs> <but definitely. laughs> I'm like, i got to quit writing these boat songs. But, but I love to fish. I, I grew up fishing and still of an avid fisherman, and I love being around the water. So, yeah, I mean, yes, I, I probably don't even know how much it is actually influencing me, you know, all the time. Well, that brings you up know. an interesting question, or at least interesting in my mind. <laughs> Sometimes I, my whole world is in my mind. But uh, no, seriously, <laughs> uh, how do you find the uh, how do you find the balance between uh, uh, you know creatively sitting down intent on writing a song versus having them just pop into your head? Well, you know, usually what happens in, from on. Uh, well, I can only speak for myself on this. But usually they'll pop into my head. Because, uh, you know, and everybody said, well, tell me the story around that song, or how'd you get that? A lot of times there is no story. A lot of times you create the story once the idea comes into your head. Right. Because, you know, I don't... There'd have to be 10 days in a week for me to live enough of a life to have for the amount of songs I've written. I, I, it just wouldn't be possible for me to live out every song. But So I put myself in other people's shoes. I think that's something I've always been able to do since I started writing songs when I was a kid, I could always, I felt like I could put myself in somebody else's shoes pretty well and then write what they, you know, maybe were going through or or just create the story like a, I guess like a, you know, a fiction writer would. Right. Um, it, it goes back to life it, moments as we were talking about before, but I, I, I know I, I myself has always been curious, do you feel, do you feel you get more moved by thoughts that just pop into your head or do you feel that uh, you feel stronger when you sit down and intent on writing a song I think when the song just chooses you like you said pops into your head that's when it's the inspiration you start writing from inspiration and I think that's why I chose any writer chooses to do this to begin with it's that feeling of that inspiredness that makes right. you pursue it um, well in talking about your uh, your writing, we haven't touched too much on your uh, on your actual singing career, and we're starting to run down a little bit on time here. So before we completely run out, uh, I want to touch on your your singing career, uh, the, your newer music, and of course the track we're going to play in just a couple of minutes. Uh, no easy way. Tell us a little bit about uh, about your the singing side of your career. Well, I. I don't know if I if I haven't been on every record label in Nashville, the, it would only be because some new ones have popped up recently. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been quite a journey on that end. Uh, these days, I kind of pick and choose what I want to do. You know, I pick and choose. I'm able to pick and choose the shows I do, and I put on a, a music festival back in my hometown called Dreamland Music Festival. Uh, that's been I guess I started it uh, about five years ago. And uh, uh -huh. so I'll do, I'll, I'll go and do like song, songwriters festivals and then I'll spend the rest of the time, you know, doing, uh, traveling and doing shows. That's and, then I'll, and then once I get a group of songs together, I'll usually go in and record. 
There you go. Uh, That'll work. And we are we are just about out of time. So I do want to take this moment to thank you for being here with us and uh, remind everybody really quickly where they can find you online. Oh, you can find me at uh, just if you put in Rick Farrell Music and start searching, you can pretty much find it on anything on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, RickFarrellMusic.com. I don't know if MySpace still exists, but if it does, it's probably on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's there. Uh, I, every now and then I'll get a note from there. But again, thank you so much for being here on the show with us, Rick. Keep in touch with My us. Pleasure, we like guys. to know what our guests are doing, and uh, we like to be able to follow you. And uh, we always look forward to having you come back again. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Farrell, and here is No Easy Way. I know you right here on the David Bowers Awards. Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you to both of our guests this week, Rick Farrell, whom you just heard, and the lovely Loretta Hagen before that. Uh, what, a, uh, what a great sound, great weekend, great show. Thank you so much for dialing in. We look forward to having you back here again next week when we go a little bit country and a little bit bluegrass. Meanwhile, 
John Bon Jovial. Yes. Take us home. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much for spending an hour with us today right here on the David Bowers Awards. We are more grateful for it than you could ever possibly know. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, and all the other platforms where you might find your podcasts. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to keep up with the show and all the information and news going on in the wild, wacky, and wonderful world of indie music. Join us next week for The David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio and on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week for the David Bowers Awards and the newly married Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, thanking you once again for being with us, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.